Hi everyone and welcome to this week's Monday Memo. Now I really enjoy the conversations I get into with listeners of the show and, and when I'm at events and, and with other senior finance leaders and one that sort of keeps coming up is probably the image we have of ourselves in finance and particularly as accountants as always sort of being under pressure to know, being that knower and, and always sort of that expectation of accuracy, consistency, being right. And I've always wondered if that's meant that that finance leaders have actually been guilty of holding themselves back from doing the right things to remain relevant. And then I I, um, saw on LinkedIn a fantastic article from Brene Brown in which she discusses that it's not actually the fear of being wrong that gets in the way of doing the right things and remaining relevant in finance, that leadership that's required. But it's the armour that comes from always being the knower and always being right. Because essentially, it's just another form of defensiveness. It's putting us on the back foot rather than the front foot. It's posturing. You know, and actually, uh, to borrow from Bernays Brown uh, quote, uh, it's actually a huge driver of bullshit. You know, and, and that might be a bit news to some of you listening. But if you think about it, Have we sometimes in our careers let that pressure to want to be right, to want to seem like we know the answer when perhaps we don't, um, has sort of led to do things, make suggestions, say no to things? Uh, I think finance, we used to have that reputation of of saying no a lot simply because we didn't have the understanding and, and and we were just trying to preserve or safeguard company assets. But I mean, if you follow it through, think about what it means to the other persons. Does does that you know and and not just the 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 knowers and that that misery from from feeling a bit uncertain ourselves uh, but for those around us when we sort of pretend that we know um you know ultimately it leads to distrust uh, bad decisions we're not we're not say bringing in all the necessary diverse opinions that we could perhaps tap into and uh, you know and you know even in worst cases conflict and this is a bit of a contradiction in terms because most finance professionals of the pleasure of speaking with meeting uh, tend to be very curious ask very good questions but i guess we do that with ourselves and amongst ourselves but then when we're let out loose into the business and in front of the rest of the business i guess we sort of put this armor up where they're just expected to know everything be on top of the numbers and not just on top of them that the numbers are right our predictions are credible and and it even gets tougher nowadays than what it probably was 10 20 years ago when now there's so much data out there you know and and we actually sort of pretty much signed up early days to making data driven decisions there is more data but are we using the right data have we made sure it's not misrepresented in any way is it clean and accurate so there's a lot more opportunity to make mistakes in decisions nowadays than there probably was many years ago now, now, the only thing with uh, Brene Brown's article, I probably didn't agree with. It. The recommendations probably weren't as well suited for finance leaders and professionals. She had three of them, but I'll come up with three of my own. And uh, it's really gleamed from a lot of the advice you had from guest mentors on the show over the last uh, couple hundred episodes. And the first one, and I think it'll resonate with you, is, is listen and listen actively. You know, look to to understand, seek to understand uh, paraphrase what the other person's saying just to test your level of understanding of what they're looking to achieve particularly uh, if you're dealing with business leaders normally the conversation revolves around helping them achieve some of their objectives uh, giving them something that they want that they don't necessarily have yet and then maybe writing that down so you're sort of ingraining that in terms of what what it is that they want 
And then rather than trying to be the all-knowing and always being right and, and making a recommendation, I think that's the second point, is to be more that counsellor coach versus that controller. Tease out, suggest things not in terms of from an ownership perspective, but just to get the conversation going to see if it throws up a no or a bit of friction and then work with that to figure out, well, what is the right thing to do by asking better questions? And, and people sort of say they always have to be open questions. Sometimes no can be quite powerful in teasing out what the boundaries are with something and it allows you then to start asking more open questions to get underneath it. Um, there's always this five whys approach. Again, from using the Lean Six Sigma, there's a time and a place and it depends on culture as well. But if you're going to a senior leader or manager, why, 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 why all the time, it's not necessarily appropriate. So maybe you need to sort of flesh it out and it's, and it's a bit of trial and error. Sometimes you might upset people with the questions, but actually it does really help expose things uh, rather than at the end of the day be, be caught with surprises. I mean, one of my favorite questions is, uh, you know, what, what has to have happened for this to happen? Uh, if you think about that language, it then puts them in the process of trying to figure out what it is they need to be doing and they actually see themselves doing something, allows them to take more ownership. And also, you know, let's say we do this, uh, and at the end of the day, it's complete failure. What's happened to cause it to be a failure? So you're teasing out those surprises. So some, some suggestions there around questions to perhaps ask, because we don't know all the answers. And the, the third one, which I am taking from Brene Brown, is this great point about acknowledge and reward great questions by saying, I don't know. And and actually, it really reminded me of a recent guest mentor we had on the show, uh, Jean-Philippe Gauvreit where he said that was the best advice he ever received, was sometimes to say, I don't know, but I'm curious enough to go find out. I mean, that demonstrates great confidence. But if you think about in finance, we have great visibility within organizations. We have great access to decision makers. So let's shift our mindset to be one from wanting to be right to wanting to get it right. So look, I hope you found this episode very useful. As I said, I've drawn a lot of advice from guest mentors, and I highly recommend you check out the article as well. Uh, from Brene Brown and likewise if you've enjoyed the episode please feel free to share and recommend it to your colleagues and your friends we're on all the major platforms they can subscribe at iTunes, Stitcher, SoundCloud, YouTube and Spotify and we really appreciate you investing your time with us today so until next time take care of yourselves and let's keep on building our strength in the numbers